So, Peter Patter, let's get at her. Our squibbles are small, but mighty. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you really well. Yeah, but the squiggles are deceivingly small today. Mm. I don't you gotta like, watch those squiggles. I don't like it. <laughs> All right, so we're in season finale. It's the true finale, but a episode seven, which is normally what we would have for a holiday episode. Yeah, and I have mixed feelings about this one same well so what i was gonna say it wasn't my favorite episode overall uh-huh um but it definitely did propel storyline it seemed like this one more than a lot of other episodes was like all right let's get the storyline moving you know yeah. like this is happening this is happening this is happening but it, what i agree it was deceptive mm. in that it felt like a lot of nothing for nothing's sake until the very end for everything yeah which i guess is i mean that's tv that's I, you're like what's going on and then all of a sudden everything happens and then it all happens yeah i have i have one front and back of notes and so it and not because stuff wasn't going on just none of it felt really noteworthy I agree. even the last like scene i was like well, i guess just probably write something down <laughs> i should probably comment <laughs> yeah on something that's happening okay so again this is season nine episode seven this was released december 25th 2020 it's 19 minutes and 20 seconds long written by jared only it says on here so mm -hmm. And directed by Jacob. So this is another one they did not give away. And the synopsis for the overall episode is Tannis starts her own energy drink. Alright, so for the cold open, you and your sweetie were discussing your town the other day. Rosie informs Wayne that there is a township in Pennsylvania called Letterkenny. A fact that she does not believe he previously knew. He confirms that it is the home of Letterkenny Army Depot. Letterkenny is a good word in his view and very functional. <laughs> Rosie confirms that it doesn't get much better, Kenny. And they riff with similar plays on Letterkenny from Breakfast at Letter Denny's to Cito's New Sweetie and Irish Setter Kenny. Rosie wonders if he will take her to Better Kenny. And he says, I don't know. Letter can he? It was not my favorite cold open. Yeah, it <laughs> like, was very meh. I don't know. Maybe Jared without wrote. meh. <laughs> <laughs> we, I, I watched the whole cold open. I was like, I guess I should make a note about something. There's not anything like, happening, though. I yeah. get it. I get it. It's it, playful. It, well, it was. I did. Um, so this is, this is my notes that I put. There is a Letterkenny, Pennsylvania. It's a township in Franklin County with a population of 2,318 per the 2010 census, <laughs> which is super boring, which is how I felt about this cold open. <laughs> and it does have an army depot. And they're the premier professional organization in air, missile, and space systems. So there's that. Do you that. feel like Wayne actually knew that, or he was just... I feel like Wayne is a know-it-all. Yeah. And so, yes, I do think he actually knew it, but... 
I feel like he would have been smug even if he hadn't. He would have <laughs> found a way to be smug either way. Yes. Don't need a lecture, Kenny. One of the things that he says, I forget how it was phrased, but during their little back and forth, he says that she looks like Lenny Kravitz's daughter, and I said she looks... Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, yeah. she looks so much like Zoe Kravitz. It's crazy. She's so pretty, too. Yeah. I just... I she kind of flips yes, her she hair does. After. And secondly, when she does a little hair flip, I was just in awe for a second wow you are so pretty i know i loved that that was my favorite part of the cold open and that's all i have for it yeah i do think this was definitely not my favorite cold open it's definitely not my worst yeah oh yeah there were again uh i think i said this on the episode with kayla it wasn't grody so i had it had that going for it that it wasn't a disgusting topic of conversation yeah that's true (laughs) low bars here yeah (laughs) and I do like that Wayne was playful with her because he's not that way a lot, but even still with those things working for it, and I really have grown to like Rosie a lot, but it doesn't beat the travel one, for example. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I liked the travel one. So it, you know, it was okay. It didn't really make me laugh, but some parts I was like, yeah okay yeah sure (laughs) sure that's that's my Mm, sure (laughs) okay so then we get into the actual episode dan Derry, wayne are at the wheel they drive up to modine's wayne parks in the back ignoring a spot right by the door rockstar's parkins that's what i calls it (laughs) dan knows to which that Derry raises a mild objection as it's a longer walk and cold outside. Sounds like your old man should have kicked your ass another time or two. <laughs> Which is such a Wayne thing to say. It is. Dan backs Derry, however, saying one should always take Rockstar parking and then maybe get a lottery ticket. Wayne objects that some drunk nutsack stumbles out of the bar, might take a header into the truck, put a ding in her. <laughs> Derry has no reply and Wayne responds, You gotta wake up pretty early in the morning. He does not finish the thought, confusing Derry. Wayne says, it doesn't matter. He simply won't be outsmarted. To which Derry replies, he has no interest in outsmarting him. So, has no reason to get up early and skip breakfast. (laughs) Dan changes the subject completely back to parking, noting that the back is where they... Uh, okay, the back parking area is where fellers come to take a piss. Wayne accepts that the Rockstar parking is the lesser of the two evils and starts to move the truck only to startle Coach as he exits. Learn to profits drive. <laughs> and at this, they all burst out laughing. I did like that running joke. Sometimes the... The running themes mm-hmm. are a little hit or miss, but that one, for some reason, was funny to me. The, okay, I'll say this. When I first watched this episode, I got so pissed because I forgot about the coach part, and I thought they just kept saying it to women. Oh. <laughs> I think they only do the rest of the episode. They I have might. to look back. But I thought it was like a... Our, women can't drive. Women can't hmm. drive. But they're just joking to themselves about what coach said. Yeah. It just so happens, I'm pretty sure, and I need to look back just to, you know, double check myself, but I'm pretty sure they only say it to women the rest of the episode. Now that you say that, I can't recall. Hmm. 
something to look up. Yes. Uh, and you, we are great at pointing things out and never, <laughs> never going back to see them. Follow through. What? Do you park close or do you park far? In wintertime, for sure, always close. And But other than that, it doesn't bother me to park farther away. So, I mean, I'm pretty lazy. I'll give myself <laughs> that. But in winter... Just the, but the less time I have to be cold, the better for me. So if it's cold or if it's raining, I like to park closer. If it's a place that I go to often, mm-hmm. I usually pick a parking spot and like that's my parking spot. <laughs> and so if it's taken, then I just am automatically pissed, and then it doesn't matter where I park after that. <laughs> but I like to have my specific spots. Can I just say before we get too far into this? This is one of my favorite scenes in the entire Prophets. series. Really? Yes. <laughs> it's so funny because I love how genuinely confused Derry is. Uh, but poor Derry. He is, has no idea what Wayne is going on about. And Wayne, he's trying so hard to belittle Derry. Yes. And Derry just doesn't understand. He's like, why would I have to get up early to outsmart me? But I don't want to outsmart you. And I love that it was frustrating Wayne. <laughs> I have to get up extra early because I don't want to skip breakfast. <laughs> he's, then, he's so upset about it. Possibly missing breakfast for no reason to him. Oh, gosh. Poor sweet Derry. <laughs> Gotta get up early in the morning. <laughs> if you want to sneak one past me, bud. What do you mean? I mean, you better wake up pretty early in the morning. To do what? To, if you want to outsmart me. Outsmart you with what? Well, it doesn't matter. I won't be outsmarted. Well, I got no interest in outsmarting you. Well, you got interest in being smart, and I'll tell you you're cruising for a bruising. Well, why do I got to wake up early in the morning just to outsmart you? To, to if you want to beat me at what I was going to do. But what were you going to do? Well, it doesn't matter. If you want a head start on it, you got to wake up pretty early in the morning. Well, I'd have to wake up extra early because I don't want to skip breakfast. Well, guess what? I'm serving knuckle sandwiches for breakfast. And I do love Dan's bow tie, too. His little red bow tie yeah, was so cute. I wonder why that I don't... was happening. Because it felt like, oh, is today a special day? Yeah, like that seems like something he would wear if he was dressing up for something. Yeah. Like the rest of his outfit was normal, but the bow tie adds, the, adds that like pizzazz mm-hmm. for the dress up. But it just seemed like he was just, like, rocking a boat. Maybe it's because it was Tannis' big unveiling. An event? Yeah. Because Derry was wearing normal clothes, right? Like his going out clothes for Derry. Yeah. And then the girls were dressed up because everyone made a big deal about, you all look great or whatever. And then Wayne just was in his Wayne clothes. His Wayne clothes, yeah. So maybe everyone was dressed up. We just didn't really catch on because it it wasn't a big point yeah but i did like his little bow tie he was adorable and i understand guys peeing outside like dexter already loves doing that (laughs) but if you're gonna pee outside one again it's super cold so i would think that guys would try to use the indoor bathroom if it's really cold because peeing outside in the cold is not fun and two if you're gonna pee like don't pee on somebody else's truck i can understand stepping behind it for some privacy but on it yeah that just seems rude and gross yeah do you want to know what's served for breakfast (laughs) knuckle sandwiches (laughs) i love how it tickles me so much it gives me joy how upset wayne was getting because he loves making a point that's his jam is Mm -hmm. making a point 
And Derry was not letting him do that. Yes, it was not. The point was not landing and it did make him super frustrated because he's used to just being able to be a little condescending to his best friends. Yes. And that's just how the conversation goes. But Derry was not. Yeah, you're right. He just, he wasn't not letting him to be mean. He just really genuinely, and that was the genuineness, yes, of the not getting it. It was the purity of heart with which he was confused Mm -hmm. that just got me. And they actually got Wayne to change his mind, which is something you know that he does not do. It almost never happens. Yes. And I loved seeing Coach Riled again, because the last few times we've seen him, he's kind of been in that sad, barb, drunken state. Yeah. And so to see him just let out and scream at somebody again was enjoyable for me. And then he proves Wayne's point that I don't know that he was stumbling out drunk or if Wayne was just not paying attention while driving. But he definitely came out of the door, the <laughs> bar, and is like, could have smacked the truck and oh, and gone on. But I don't know why they thought it was so funny. Oh, I made note of that. If somebody did that to me, like if I was pulling into a spot and somebody screamed, "Learn how to Prefix. drive at me like that," I would probably cry. Like, I definitely wouldn't burst into laughter. I would burst into tears. I'd be like, I'm sorry, don't yell at me. I don't like that kind of confrontation where people would be so aggressive to me like that. And they think it's so funny, they run with it all day. Yes, it was like, oh my god, that was such a funny thing that happened. Whereas, like, I would not be able to interact with Coach unawkwardly for two months after that. It would always be like, oh, that's the guy that yelled at me. <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm very soft-hearted, yeah. so don't come for me ever. Don't come. <laughs> they go to a scene change, and the song Crunk by No Applause. Oh, No Applause. No, no Applause. <laughs> I didn't I get it until you... <laughs> I just no applause. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> so... But I love it. This runs throughout the whole episode, too, and I really enjoyed the song because I love a nice club bass beat. So <laughs> let that bass drop. They switch scenes over to the basement where Stuart and Rald are with Allie and Bianca. They present their idea to make a comeback as a DJ, which they accept nonchalantly, but they will no longer be the hottest sex imaginable, or Rald's side project, Susan Serrated. Connor and Darian reveal a banner with their new name, Tukok Shakur, and they already have a gig to play at Tannis' release party. So, that happened. That happened. <laughs> What is what does this do for you? I felt I wrote, oh no, Amber, Allie and Bianca. I put I had not missed Allie or Bianca, but Stuart, him saying because at first he says that he doesn't like Susan Serrated. Yeah, and then he says I love it, and I thought is Stuart becoming a good friend? That was such a sweet thing to do. I think he's been a little bit more rolled positive lately. He has been. And growth. Good for you, Stuart. <laughs> That's growth. Yes. <laughs> Them starting to take their jackets off the second he says hottest sex imaginable, though, did it did make me chuckle. It was funny. In spite of myself. <laughs> when? Now? Now? <laughs> what? <laughs> they bought the streets of bubbling. <laughs> I love them saying that. And... My favorite part of this, besides the Allie and Bianca thing, was funny. But 
Rald's face and his excited poses are so genuine and adorable. <laughs> it reminded me of 80s kids music videos or something when they'd strike that pose <laughs> across their arms with their overalls on. It like, was really cute. This is how hip-hop people stand. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. What do you think of Two Cocks to Cur? It's... It's better than some of the other names they've come up with, honestly. At least it's clever. Yeah. Did you notice the symbol? No, no, I wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> it's. It looks like a peace sign, but it's two penises, two penises. with a ball sack. <laughs> that is even better. <laughs> it was. It was actually pretty funny. And then when she says, "Who's talking?" and he's like, "The streets." The streets to be talking. <laughs> The, the 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 face he makes, the stance, the the sincereness, like the streets. I was, this was <laughs> like he's been on the streets. <laughs> yeah, Stuart knows what that street life is like. Oh my uh, gosh. So this was actually a kind of funny scene for me. I'm making a comeback. We're making a comeback. <sighs> Correct. We're the newest DJ duo on the scene. Got the streets bubbling. Allie and Bianca aren't my favorite, uh, but the scene overall. I thought it was pretty funny. And it was very short. Yeah, so. it was super short, which sometimes if they drag it on, and that's when it's like, <sighs> okay, but this was to the point. Axe, Slash, and Tannis are setting up for the party at Modine's when Rosie and Katie drop in. Tannis gives a signal, and Axe and Slash reveal the banner for NDNNRG. Riley and Jonesy ask about it, and Tannis explains that since the kids on the res have been obsessed with bro-dude energy drinks since the hockey tournament, she thought that they could produce their own. Gail, Katie, and Rosie all agree that their logo looks a bit like the bro-dude logo, but Tannis denies this. <laughs> so we see Cassie and Tassie join the hockey players who once again mix up their names. Katie compliments the boys, who explained that they couldn't find any more broads to wheel within a 100-kilometer radius of Letterkenny. They hadn't already wheeled, so they went outside of it and remembered that Tassie and Cassie, or Cassie and Tassie, had given up their jobs for them. Or rather, they'd lost their jobs, as the women remind them. And I love that Tannis is ripping off Bro Dude and pretending that she's not. It's so funny. Like, it's blatant, and she's really playing into that ignorance. Like, I don't see it. No. <laughs> All the kids on the res have been obsessed with Bro Dude ever since the senior tournament, so I thought to myself, what can I do? Learn how to fucking drive? <laughs> I hate leaving money on the table, so Indian energy was born. The kids are already hoovering it up. Looks a timbit like the Bro Dude logo, Tannis. No, it doesn't. Rosie and Katie do look very good when they come in. Yeah. They're dressed up nice. I like Katie in light blue because it makes her skin and hair just look nice. And she said it's still scorch earth season. I love when Dylan Playfair comes in and they're the reading the banner. He's trying to read the banner. N-D-N-N-R-G. And then Josie's like, not PC, buddy. Yeah. I, I love that they continue that not pc joke and it's kind of not but it's coming from tannis so it's like okay you said it so it's, you know, <laughs> yeah. all right uh i did you notice her earrings here yes i've said tannis's earrings with a heart somewhere in my notes it wasn't right this second but i love them and she's got her hickey again i didn't notice that though <laughs> yes. so 
she's she's been hanging out with somebody. Somebody. Uh, Tannis, I missed her. And I like that she's always been a businesswoman, so this is true to character. It's something she would do, I think. I feel like she would, but I also feel like the production for something like this is way out of, like, that seems like out of her means, I would think. Yes. To be able to produce an energy drink. That seems the production like... of the cans by itself, even if she's actually stealing bro dude, whatever it is, bro dude energy, I think it would be hard to get that fixed. Yeah, that, the actual making of the beverage, the, like, it seems like this would take a facility <laughs> that I don't think she has. But... I know, it's strange. <laughs> but for the sake of the plot, all right, fine, she can do it. <laughs> what do you think of Cassie and Tassie? I had forgotten who they were, but oh. they were the bro dude girls, yeah, yeah so I don't dislike them as much as Allie and Bianca, but that's because they have less personality and I forget about them. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? They're like, just there for plot reasons. Yeah, and they are very much like, I forgot that they existed as people kind of A lot of characters. this whole <laughs> episode is like, goes nowhere. It doesn't have a purpose. It was. It, yeah, it seems like they are only there for the convenience of being able to do something later on in the episode rather than it actually making sense for them to be there. I agree. I did like that they pointed out, like, we didn't give up our jobs, we lost our jobs. Which I always thought was unfair of Main Girl, but... Yeah. Jumpsuit Lady. Yeah, Jumpsuit Lady. Whatever her name is. (laughs) I I just always... I've been calling her Jumpsuit. (laughs) I love... So when they show up, the girls kind of lock arms with the guys. But then the guys lock arms with each other. Oh, I miss that. Yes. I love it. It's <laughs> so cute. <laughs> I was like, I love this so much. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> if you were the girls, would you want to hang out with Riley and Jonesy after losing your jobs? After losing the jobs and the fact that they can't learn their names? No. Not, yeah. Not so much. I, I put our boys are kind of falling short when they just don't remember who they are over what? and over and over again. over yeah one okay they're kind of bleh but one literally is blonde and one is brunette mm-hmm. i think it's because wayne's always like i can't remember your name bud when obviously he should know their name by now a little effort boys you could know yeah. their names by now yeah i agree so, yeah Maybe i don't like to going. harp on our boys but i agree i agree with this one <laughs> So, in the middle of all this, they're interrupted by feedback as the skids struggle to hook up to Gail's archaic sound system. Once again, they revealed their name, which Katie and Rosie are skeptical. Allie and Bianca agree, but unzip their jackets to reveal two cock t-shirts. They are up to 10k on SoundCloud followers, and they plan to ride that train. That tracks for them. Oh, there's followers, so we yeah. are gonna. They annoy me so much, but their little handshake thing I did think was cute. I was like, <laughs> I hate that I like You're that. Like, Stupid bitches. That's so cool. <laughs> yes. I hate your faces. Teach that to me now. <laughs> <laughs> but I have been questioning this whole time why are they here? Why are they here? There's no reason for them to be here. They've been summoned to be here to witness. That Rald is going to DJ again, and then they're just going to be here. I guess. They're going to groupie. You're right. That's how I felt about this whole episode, was just like, I guess. Yes. Okay, that is the perfect. It's not, it doesn't even get a rating. It gets an I guess. I guess. Sure. Sure. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. 
I loved Gail's response. She didn't have a lot to do in this episode, but her fighting with Stuart was really funny. Figure it out. Je suis désolé. Gail's system is archaic. Fuck you, Skit. I love when she's like, I got you, girl. So that's all she says, like, twice yeah. but to Tannis. But it was like, oh, Gail. I bet Gail would have your back through and through. She would be one of those friends that if she was legit your friend, she would have your back for anything. Yes. It doesn't matter what it's for, what time it is, what's going on, what you have to do. She'll be there for you, down I, for whatever. I agree, and I love that about her. Yes. It was adorable. Ron got so excited when people got started getting in, and he goes, hurry, the banner! <laughs> and the, the other two skids run around to do it, but he's so excited. It's like a showmanship thing for him. He's so cute. <laughs> this is so funny because SoundCloud rappers are like a thing. This is, isn't SoundCloud rappers, but Josh was just having, having a conversation with me about his disdain for SoundCloud <laughs> the other day. And we like a good mashup sometimes, but it's just like mashup after mashup after mashup. And he's like, stop, stop. This is just like, it's fine, but just stop. It's too much. And also not enough at the same time. <laughs> um, and then Stuart's actually doing something good. And I'm kind of loving it for him. He's doing a good thing. Yeah. And I think... I really liked Stuart and Roll, their interactions with each other and with other people. He can sometimes be so needy for attention, which I guess this is kind of like getting attention, but like that's the most important thing. So he's not nice to Roll and he's not nice to other people. But this one, he was just like, they, I liked that they were doing their thing. They seemed to be vibing together. And that yeah. always makes me happy when they're being nice to each other. Not that yes. Roll's ever not nice to Stuart, but when Stuart's nice to Roll back. Stuart didn't lose himself in the sole purpose of making himself the center of attention to the point that he was not being a good friend to Roll. Yeah, and he can slide into that position very easily, especially when there's people around to impress. With yes. Allie and Bianca being there and, like, doing this thing for Tannis, that was, like, prime time for Stuart to be a dick to Roll. And he wasn't, and I liked that. <laughs> wow, such low bars. I know, but le <laughs> left and right. <laughs> Then we cut into the bathroom where Cassie and Tassie decide that they've had enough of Riley and Jonesy. That wasn't, I don't know. If Very was, long, yeah. Yeah, it was like a day, a couple <laughs> hours. Yeah. And then wonder if they should try to become Indian NRG girls. And they soon think of a better plan to alert bro dude about the knockoff and get their old jobs back. Yeah, and that was another scene that's like, okay, so they were only here so they can tattle. And they don't even get their jobs? Uh, yeah. Like, it spoiler, I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Guess what happens? It doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, if they, ugh. have they even slept with them yet? They came with them to the event and you traveled apparently over 10 or 100 kilometers, which yeah. is pretty good distance to drive. So if you're going to make the effort to go that far, maybe see if they're worth traveling that far for first. Exactly. I put, would you do this if you were in their position? No, that seems so petty and mean to me. I agree. It's That just seems shady and underhanded. Also, if your job at Bro Dude was that fragile that just saying that you would go out with Riley and Jonesy is enough 
to get fired, then I wouldn't want to work there again anyway. They're doing this mean thing to try to get bad jobs back to work for a mean lady. <laughs> I, I, no. <laughs> That's not even a fine. That's a no. <laughs> yeah. I, I put also, if you want to quit being confused with each other, maybe switch it up a little bit. Right. <laughs> a little bit. Go by Cassandra. <laughs> <laughs> One of you wear your hair down instead right. of up. The exact same hairstyle, the exact same outfit. Throw on a different jacket. Yes. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Oh, man. Out in the main room, Tannis struggles to get the crowd's attention until Dan makes a very polite request. Hey! Shut the fuck up and listen to Tannis before I have to stick my shoes down your throat and turn you into a very fashionable, gender-neutral pair of thigh-high fucking boots! I loved that so much. I agree, and I love thigh high boots. So, all of the things. <laughs> all of the things. And then Tannis officially introduces Indian NRG and Shania, which I don't think that's the same girl that they've always been calling Shania. But sure. Sure. Platform. Uh, she comes to the platform to dance to native music as the crowd cheers. They further announce that with the proceeds from the early success of the drink, Tannis has been able to buy the Cary County Eagles. So I love Dan's aggressive, yet very bottled up anger rant. Mm -hmm. I love the high boots. <laughs> and I loved the little dance thing that happened. I know it wasn't a very big thing, and I felt like it, w I wish it was a little bit more. Like if there was a couple of them doing it, Almost like a haka kind of thing. Yeah. I, I meant to look it up and I forgot to. I had all of my nieces and nephews over at the house today too. So I was trying to take notes while I had seven kids by myself. But I wonder if this was an actual, what is, what is Tannis, Mohawk? Mohawk. And so I'm wondering if that was like an actual native Mohawk dance that she did. Because that would be her. super cool to me if yeah. it was. Uh, this is what I made note about Tannis's earrings. My mom used to have a pair of earrings like that, only instead of the brown, they were like white and blue, but mm -hmm. there was a kind of beads and really long and dangly. I don't know what happened to them. I wish, I'd, wish I had those. And I love Squirrely Dan in this scene. Yes. I mm -hmm. love it. This little chunk was just, I don't know. It was, it worked <laughs> It for was me. good for you. Yes. Except for, I wrote down, if I was Tannis, I would kind of stop and tell Derry to shut the hell up <laughs> in the middle, because she's in the middle of her speech. <laughs> and then he's like, learn to drive. <laughs> shut up, Derry. Dairy. Women oh, are speaking. Lord. <laughs> Women are speaking, Dairy. And I also really liked the music. It was like a hip hop. It was like a hip hop kind spin of spin on a on a native music. Exactly. It felt like, okay, that was the native song, but like an updated hip hop. It was a mashup on yeah. SoundCloud. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. <laughs> oh my gosh. And Okay, and this is the last thing I have for this little chunk of the scene. Tannis bought the Eagles. I wonder if they'll ever play Nat. I don't know. That's an interest. I would love to see Tannis come in because JJ's in this episode yeah. a little later on. So that would be a cool thing to uh, to see. It made me super happy that she was able to do that because yes. that was like a goal of hers all along. I love that she's so goal oriented. But I'm like, how much? Again, she, she needed a facility. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's Amber the needs, green drugs all over again. Amber needs to see your business model. <laughs> yes. Is all we're asking. I need to know how these machines work. <laughs> Are they up to code? 
I just want to see the Cary County Eagles play the Blueberry Bulldogs. <laughs> that would... Ideas. Because Jacob, Nat, Jared, you listening? I know. Nat and, and Tannis, they mirror each other very closely. I feel like they would have like a love-hate relationship hardcore. Yes. Because they're so, they would be so much alike and both so passionate and fierce. Yeah. That they would be like they would hate each other, abrasive, but also probably but, have sex with each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hate you, but I respect you. Let's yes. do it. <laughs> the celebration is interrupted, however, by... The bro dude rep, and I call her jumpsuit. Jumpsuit. That's Cutting. fitting. Yeah. She's always in jumpsuit. She can at least pull them off, and that's probably the only nice thing I can say about her. Yeah. She's cutting through the crowd with Anik and joining Tassie and Cassie. She and Anik point out the Indian NRG logo looks a bits and bites like the bro dude logo and tastes the same as well. Tannis asks what Aaron Brockovich is going to do about it, to which she replies, she will sue the moccasins off her. She turns to leave, but Anik pauses to tell Derry they need to talk. Derry smiles, thinking it might be that she wants to get back together. He is dumb. <laughs> Derry, Derry, Derry. And he shouldn't want to. Right? Don't look happy about that, Derry. Just stop. <sighs> I love Tana sticking to the ignorance still. Like, even in the face of... No, no it doesn't. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. I don't see it. And I agree. They all kind of taste the same. I think energy... I was going to ask. I'm not a huge energy drink person. I don't think any of them are good, but they all kind of have the same taste. Even yeah, if they're so. different flavors, they all kind of taste the same. Tannis has a point on that one. Yeah, I have to agree with Tannis on that one. Um, Do they know each other already? Have they met? Because I can't remember. They feel very familiar, but I can't remember an instance of them meeting. I don't remember them ever meeting, but I will say that I feel like both of them are just so upfront and to the point about things that even if they've never met before, they have no problem going for each other's jugulars like that from the get-go. No pleasantries, just... Well, she comes in and she says, Tannis... Like, she knows her name, but I don't know if that's because the two chicks texted her the name, hey, this girl Tannis is doing this. I can't remember if they've met. I feel like not, but I'm just, that's just a wild guess. That can is huge. Did you see how big it was? It was huge. It, where is she getting them? I don't know. It's bigger than my, my coffee drink. It was it, it was like she was holding a tennis tube of balls. <laughs> and we all know what that like. What means. is that like? That's pretty darn big. Um, also, okay. I don't know why Derry gets so happy. Also, because when someone says they need to talk. It's never good. Yeah, and her face didn't look happy. Her face never looks happy. Like, <laughs> I had some fleeting brief moments of like, oh, maybe Annex not too bad past in the series as a whole Mm -hmm. overall she's never been my favorite but no she she doesn't she doesn't ever really look happy even when she kind of smiles she doesn't you know when they talk about like if your smile doesn't hit your eyes like if you if you're just smiling with your mouth and it doesn't quite reach your eyes that's how she always looks to me like even if she's smiling with her mouth the joy doesn't actually go up to her eyes i get that i could i could agree with that yeah 
Mm. And I don't like that Derry was happy about it either. Yeah, he should know better. He's, At this point, he should know better. Come on, Derry. Come on, Derry. With the bro dude team gone, Tannis calls on the kids to start the party back up again. Rald and Seuss, she called them Tucock, and she's not going to say that. <laughs> uh, as the drinking resumes, Riley and Jonesy, accompanied by Cassie and Tassie, run into Joint Boy and Tyson, who have started their own beer league hockey team. In fact... They will be playing the No Regret Skis this coming weekend. Though Jonesy warns them not to take it too seriously, no one likes a beer league hero. Relax. Don't worry about it. We phone it straight the fuck in. Reassure, <laughs> reassures Joint Boy. That is, except for one teammate who Riley and Jonesy find out is Shorzy, sitting at the bar next to them. Shorzy immediately begins chirping them about their mothers. Fuck you, Jonesy. I dumped your mom and she sent me flowers like I'm a fucking broad. Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you, Riley. Your mom said she'd do anything to get me back, so I've got to run around town on my Pokemon Go. Fuck you, Shorzy. We're done. Fuck you, Jonesy. How do you think I feel? I had to fuck your mom one more time because she still got my Game Boy Color. Fuck! Fucking Pokemon's gotta catch them all, you piece of shit. What did... Did you think of this, of the Shorzy scene? Um, so I put that Tyson and Joint Boy would be great for a beer league team. Like, they are the epitome of what that should be. I loved how serious Jonesy was when he was like, but don't take it too seriously. Yeah. But, like, really, don't take it too seriously. Like, he was... Like, that's the rule. Uh, yeah. You have <laughs> like, to follow the rule. <laughs> you won't be allowed to play if you take it too seriously. Shorzy... I put that Shorzy booty because <laughs> he's leaned over the bar <laughs> and Jared Keith's butt looks really nice in that scene. <laughs> Have you seen the memes about Detective Stabler from SVU? Uh-uh. I'm going to have to show you. And it's it's the exact same thing about how he's got a bubble butt and he always seems to be posing <laughs> like his butt posing out. his butt. <laughs> if you've got it, I guess, just, <laughs> yeah, get your angles in. But I could see him dressing as Dorothy for Halloween. Yes. Some of these weren't my favorites, but when he says he's sending his mom to go around on his Pokemon Go, it made me laugh. <laughs> it was like, so funny. Such a little errand. Go around town, get my Pokemon Go, gotta catch them all. <laughs> before the scene even started, well, before it really got into it, I noticed two things. Uh -huh. One, there was a guy in the background holding somebody's purse. <laughs> <laughs> I completely missed that. I think it looks like he's waiting on somebody outside of a bathroom holding a purse. And then, secondly, when the scene kind of got going, I don't like girls just sitting there silently well, guys not getting to participate. It bugs me. Their presence felt very unnecessary. It felt forced. Yeah. And also, they just tattled on tannis having this thing they said that they were over riley and jonesy like i'm over these guys let's you know ruin this party basically but then they're still walking around with them if you're gonna do something like that own up to it at least like, and then leave yeah and then leave <laughs> yes why are you still there and yeah and it, i also thought that the no regret skis folded because they didn't have enough men yeah didn't they that should have happened already i thought hmm it feels like the timeline is weird and off. Maybe things are put in a different timeline. Maybe it's filmed one way. and it, I don't know. You know me. I need a timeline and a map. <laughs> yes. So. And 
they were going to have six episodes, but then six wasn't really a finale, and they had to scramble to kind of create number seven in a couple of days or something. Like, oh, I need the script. I gotta get that finished, kind or of. Or maybe this was gonna be the beginning of the next season. I don't know. It just... Something feels a little off. I don't... I can't put my, my finger on it, but something's weird here. Yeah. And Cassie and Tassie openly admit, when they do get to talk, that... Well, I guess they just didn't deny sleeping with Shorzy. Because <laughs> they sat there and let them say that, and yeah. they just didn't say anything. And best believe if it was me, I would be like, excuse yeah. me, sir. That is inaccurate information. Retraction <laughs> on your part. I agree with you. I don't like that they were just there. But at the same time, like you said, speak up for yourself if yeah. you're going to say something. Like, I don't know. They it just felt, they fell out of place. Yeah. Shania asks if Tannis is worried about the Devil Wears Prada pursuing legal action regarding the logo and drink, but Tannis is confident that Shark Tank would never dare public relations disaster of global corporation taking on a First Nations mom-and-pop shop. And even if she does, they can go ahead and enjoy their championship team and their championship drink. Okay, so that lasts for about two seconds. Yeah. Then... Bro Dude Lady returns and compliments Tucock on their music, if not their name, and they suggest that they should talk. Tannis asks if she has come to sue the mucklucks off of her, but the rep indeed has no desire for such a look. She has worse ways to hurt them. However, she has an Ancestry.com DNA test that show DNA submitted for Riley, Jonesy, and Shorzy are identical. As it seems, their qualification to play for the Eagles may have been falsified. As official sponsor of the National Senior Hockey Championship, Bro Dude revokes the Eagles championship status, pending further investigation to the horrified wailing of Riley and Jonesy. Jonesy! <laughs> He's poor guy. I know. I'll just read the rest of it. Yeah. JJ Frankie JJ steps forward. And claims the cup on the behalf of Three Rivers Lakers when the bro dude rep tells Riley and Jonesy that she has found a real athlete to represent the brand instead of them, holding a bro dude hat to none other than Dirks. And I'm going to stop right there. Yeah, that that's a they lot. They have it divided up weird. It, it is strange. Yeah, I would have put that first sentence with the last paragraph and then started a new one, but that's just me. I started this scene where Tannis is kind of talking about how we get to enjoy this. I'm not wor- basically I'm not worried about anything happening. And that's when we find out she's Mohawk and that she's Bear Clan. Mhm. So she said this this logo is more mine than anybody else's basically. Yeah. So what are they going to say? What are they going to do? And she's right. If the corporation came after the mom and pop shop, quote unquote, then they're going to look like bullies. Yeah, it's not a good look for them. And and they know that. So that's smart. That's smart business practices on her side. So she is a better businesswoman than Gail. <laughs> <laughs> that cannot be argued. <laughs> Dan's interjection off camera mm-hmm. is the best one for me is when it? yeah when tannis is like so what am i gonna do and he's just like you could learn to <laughs> drive like <laughs> that one was kind of cute that one was my favorite and i don't of know all why that's cute versus Darius pissed me off <laughs> but i think it's because tannis was trying to present something in one circumstance versus they just, were having an offhanded conversation in yeah. another and it, dan was just kind of being silly 
And it felt like Derry was interrupting. Yeah. Like, Derry didn't have the social awareness to know when to say it. He just wanted to be part of the joke. Yes. Whereas Dan's joke was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Poor yes. Derry. Yes. Poor Derry. <laughs> There's the little DJ booth part where Jumpsuit comes in and starts talking to Stuart and Rawled. Mm-hmm. Did you see fluffy curly-headed guy dancing in this scene? No. It's the guy to the left... Please go back and watch it. He looks like he's being electrocuted. I didn't see him because I was fo- there was a girl on the right, and that's why I didn't see the guy on the left. Because all the girls up there are in their little like tiny tank tops mm-hmm. and doing these sexy dancing and stuff. And there's one girl on the right who's wearing like like a cowboy vest or something. I don't know. She just looks really out of place, but she's dancing with all of them. Yeah. And she caught my attention, so I'll have to go back and look for poofy haired guy. Yes, he's he's on the left. He's next to. Allie, Allie, I think is the tall one, tall dark haired yeah. one. Yeah, and there are so many people behind that DJ booth, and it is <laughs> uncomfortably crowded back there. Yes. in my opinion, it's it's not even good dancing. It's not good dancing, and but why are they? There's a whole ass dance floor that is not being utilized oh right my now. Gosh. Why are you there anyway? And then why are you at the DJ booth? It's just because they want to be seen with the DJ. True, <sighs> and yeah. Uh, uh, what did you think of the bro dude girl going to find a different way to hurt Tannis rather than just coming after him? That seemed... People do stuff like that, and it just seems so mean to me. Yeah, it felt very true to life in that they were gonna find a way to hurt him. Yeah, and um, what did I say? That is something that would probably have come to light eventually anyway yeah. so like they took a risk putting all these guys on the team under kind of shady circumstances so the fact that they were caught in that sucks but that's that she went and sought it out that's mean but but also i don't understand why shorzy screwed them over yeah that part doesn't make sense to me either what was the point of that there was no point to that unless riley and jonesy wouldn't have qualified but i don't know how shorzy would have known that before he sent in samples why did they have shorzy send in their samples that's another Uh, thing sure when it comes (laughs) over to them playing duck hunter and they're like it's like they're (laughs) cops I, I they're playing with those cock guns very aggressively. <laughs> I know their faces are red. They are into Jonesy, it. Jonesy's teeth are sticking out so much because he's <laughs> laughing so hard that he's just like, <laughs> I don't know. He looked hilarious to me. But it's so funny because this, I feel like that little clip, that little tiny bit is like Riley and Jonesy in their purest form. Yes. And when they're getting lectured, it's like lecturing children. Like, no, we didn't do anything we wrong. We did what we were supposed yeah. to do. We did, yeah, we did what you told us to do. But again, why would they give it to Shorzy? Yeah, that doesn't in? make any sense. It makes no sense. But for plot reasons, that's all it is. I have a note that I didn't read earlier. This whole thing is a setup for drama that basically goes nowhere later anyway. Yeah, like, we need one more episode, so let's just kind of try to think up something really quick. I will say Tannis seemed to genuinely not know about that. For yes. as much as she can feign ignorance, I, I genuinely think she didn't know that that had happened. Shorzy tackling JJ was amazing, though. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> he just comes out 
beats the Prefects. out of JJ every time he sees him. Yeah, it's so funny. It made me laugh that they end up being teammates later on, but up until they're teammates, he does. He's hitting him with hockey sticks. He's tackling him in bars. I put down, do you think, I'm, I'm very curious about this guy's thoughts on what's happened because in my mind I'm thinking, he probably stepped in as like a little tiny bit role thinking, okay, I'm doing this. I'm filling a hole that the, that the storyline needs for this TV show that I work with, you know. And then it's turned into this whole thing. He was a series regular on Shorzy, yeah, basically. Yeah, he, he's one of the teammates. That's a cool thing to have happen, though. Yeah, I agree. I think it's kind of the same thing with the other guys that ended up being the teammates in Shorzy because they were just little tiny bit parts, and mm -hmm. then they kind of escalated into something pretty big and i think that's awesome because jared seems to really put effort and time into people that he feels could grow their career in in not like a hometown quote unquote but like in canada at least yeah and i think that says a lot about him as a person like he's on his way working his way up that that chain that mm -hmm. and he's taking people with him. He's bringing like, you all with him. This is within my power to bring you with me, so I'm going to bring you with me, and yeah. I like that. I love that about him. I have been constantly on the watch to see if he's going to be in any other bigger things, but I think he's just been very busy with his his two TV shows yeah. he's got going on. So. And I, I just feel so bad for our boys, because now they don't have a real ship. And I know, that was like the one thing in their life that like, we ha we have it. That was the goal for their whole hockey career, and they got it. And yeah, it seems cruel to take that away, especially if it's just because you're being petty. Okay, and this is where I start my next scene. Anik finds Derry and Katie to have a talk, but it's to say that she has a new boyfriend, Dirks, and she wanted them to hear it from her first. They are nonplussed and only utter K in response. And I'm going to stop there because that was the reveal, but besides the other one that we hear later, but this is like the building up to this point, mm -hmm. at least for what we know now. What were your thoughts on it? I put Dirks has never looked douchier and Anik is especially punchable. She looks really pretty here in my opinion. She looks very fresh faced here. But Dirks looks like a dumbass in that hat. Yeah, when he puts the hat on over the hat. And it's barely sitting on his head. And how is he a real ass? I mean, I guess he skateboards. That's, that's what my question I was, was. Like, he's not a hockey player, right? Yeah, no. And so I was like, why? And he's not like a professional skateboarder to my knowledge either. So what is he getting the hat for? I don't quite understand. Also, <laughs> when Anna walks up to Darian and she's like, I have a new boyfriend. I was like, Prefix. off. Like, why? Are you? I wouldn't go up to my ex and be like, I wanted you to hear from me. I have a new boyfriend. And I understand that she did it because it, because it was Dirk's. But at the same time, it's like, it's really not any of Darian's business. And you don't need to be pushing it in his face. Yeah. And even to Katie, like, when I have a new boyfriend, like, okay. That's kind of how I felt. Like, okay. Like, it's not like they're friends anymore. Yeah, they're not friends. They're not hanging out. They're not seeing each other. You know, like, other than coming to crash Tannis' thing. Going out of their way. Yeah, yeah, going out of their way. Also, this seemed like it was a last minute kind of thing, right? Like, the girls got annoyed with Riley and Jonesy. So, on a whim, they call Jumpsuit Lady. 
who gets there within minutes with Anik, and then they leave and they can somehow get all this ancestry DNA information in five minutes time, come back with Dirks. Is he not in Michigan? I don't... <sighs> How did they meet is my question. Yeah. Again, all of it just seemed like, let's just throw in some drama for just to have, I don't know. And I just, I wish Katie would have punched her, but... Side note, this is how you want to run into your ex, though, because Katie looking looked good. good. <laughs> she did look good. Yeah. And even Derry wasn't in his barn clothes. Exactly. So. Exactly. Another additional side note, I think it's in the scene where Jumpsuit's giving Darks the hat. In the background of that is a guy who is doing finger waves on his face. And by that, I mean, I don't even really know what I mean. He's like dancing, but he's like pushing his face with his fingers. It's very strange. Please go back and watch it. It's a real thing. I swear to God, I'm not making this up. <laughs> the background people are like giving it their all today. They're trying to get <laughs> discovered. Yes. <laughs> they want to go to the top too. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't... Anik and Dirks, they seem very cold as people in general. So them as a couple... I wouldn't see them as a couple. And I had mentioned when Katie and Dirks were together that they had really good chemistry. I feel like Anik doesn't have chemistry with anybody. Like, yeah. she's so cold and closed off, it seems to me, that even when she's being nice to you, it just doesn't even feel genuine. She's almost everywhere just to be seen. Yeah. And... I'm here I, to be looked upon. I don't get them as a couple. Yeah. At all. I don't get him as a bro dude ambassador at he's all. He's handsome, but not while he's all douchey. Yeah. He can be very good looking. He was like peak douche right then, though. Yeah. And she seemed to enjoy that. Ugh. And I hated her they face. They almost <laughs> seemed, yeah, smug and mean in this episode, which I guess is the point. But... The thing is, and I don't want to get too into it because it's next season, but this happens for no reason because this drama lasts for about a minute. And then it's, yeah. But anyway, we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> oh, Lord. And then, after all that drama drops, Coach very politely interrupts and he says to the bro dude rep, he asks if that's your car parked against the back door. Blocking the fire exit before screaming at her, Learn how to fucking drive! I love that. I did too. I was I, like, yes, at least somebody's yelling at her. You know, he doesn't care who you are. And I love that about him. Yes. He's at least genuine about Equal it. Equal opportunity, gonna yell at you to learn <laughs> to fucking drive. Yes. I kind of want, does he drive? I feel like he's always biking Biking, <laughs> yeah. He's, kind of He's in the gym more than... Oh, we're not going to get into that, but... Oh, my gosh. Anyway, I thought it was funny. And then lastly, Katie's like, where's Wayne? Because this is all... Everything's going crazy. So much has happened. She's probably like, hey, this is wild, right? But she's like, where's Wayne? And we cut to Wayne on the way out the door, probably to go smoke. He's not there to witness all of this. He is seen walking out to the parking lot where Marie Fred is there and she approaches him and it cuts to black. And I put Marie Fred, girl, what are you doing? But I feel like he was exiting with purpose. I thought he was going to smoke. I felt like 
he seemed more urgent about it. Like maybe she had called him and said, hey, I'm outside or sent him a text or something. Like he was going out there. To me, at least, it felt like he was like... Knew she was there? Yeah. Okay. Rushing out to see her, whether it was rushing out to see her. I don't think rushing out to see her because he missed her. It was almost like, I've got to make sure everything's okay and then I'm going to go back inside kind of, but almost with some urgency behind it. He didn't have his jacket on. No. And he did have one in the truck, didn't he? He was wearing one when they were parking. Yeah. So, I feel like, I don't know, maybe he's a guy who can't be cold. Yeah. I've got to normalize men being cold, y'all. Yes. That's going to be my change. Dot org petition. <laughs> but what did you think? This is it. This is the, the biggest reveal. The fake reveals Anik and Dirks. And then you're like, wow, that's Graphics. crazy. And then Marie <laughs> Fred is like, oh my God, my mind is blown. Wait a second. I didn't understand, because like I said, I felt like he was going out with urgency. And I didn't understand his urgency mm-hmm. because Marie Fred's already showed up at his house. You know, since he's been seeing Rosie since they broke up. True. She showed up at his house unannounced. He was polite enough to her, but still like, hey, I've moved on. Yeah. So... Very, made it very clear. Yeah. And so I didn't get why he seemed so rushed to go see her. But I guess that was the point. Like, oh, why is What's he? Happening? Yeah. What? Tune in next time. Yeah. <laughs> My immediate thought was she was pregnant. That's the kind of urgency look like, hey, I've, I'm pregnant and it's yours. I've got to rush out and see you. Yeah. Which is how we ended season two, two? with Tannis. With yeah. Tannis. And he was more, oh, crap, with that one, because Tannis was pretty casual. But with Marie Fred, that was somebody he was planning on spending his life with. Yeah. And I feel, this is just me, I could be wrong, you may disagree. I feel like Wayne, if Marie Fred was pregnant and it was his kid, he would go be with her and leave Rosie. I think so, too. Like, he would marry her and... And he would say, Rosie, I love you. I'm so sorry, but, but this, this is, is what I have to do. This is what I have to do. Yeah, that to me. And I'm Ooh, trying to think about... <laughs> well, that's not a great way to start a marriage. <laughs> that's... Uh, trap him with kids. That's all I've always heard. <laughs> He's taking one out of Kayla's playbook. <laughs> uh, but he... I'm trying to think. I need your timeline now. How long it's been since they broke up. Versus yeah. how long he's been seeing Rosie. Because when you are when you find out that you're pregnant, usually you're around six to eight weeks before you even find out that you are. So yeah. it could be two months later and still be his. So, and again, I don't know that, you know, not jumping ahead with anything. Yeah. But if that were the case, timeline-wise, I think it adds up because it was getting cold when, or was it? It was because they, we, they went to Quebec. Uh-huh. And... Everyone was already wearing their, like, their flannels and stuff. And, of course, like, we always see the Quebec people in blue flannels. But she had on a big fuzzy sweater Sweater. when when she got caught. Is it the same winter or was that the previous winter? Now I'm second-guessing myself. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember now. So I could be wrong. Anyway, but... But we, we'll never know because we never get a timeline for yeah. stuff. <laughs> we so. need a timeline and a business plan. Yes. So... I did not actually even score this, and I don't even 
out? What do you think? What, what's your heart tell you? I, like I said, I usually don't score it until after we've got done talking about it and then kind of do a seat of my pants score, but... This one's hard. It is, because... it's not bad. It, they, then there were some funny parts, like with the boys with the guns and Shores <laughs> tackling JJ and just like... There were some genuinely funny parts, but the episode overall did feel so blah to me. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was fine. I don't know. I can just leave it at that. May, I mean, like, I... Because a low score seems unfair... Because it's not, again, it's not bad. Yeah, but then a higher score, it's like, but this episode didn't really, like, make sense or do much for me. I want to give it a six and a half. See, I would give it a five and a half, but feel kind of bad. So maybe, like, a a hard five and a half, soft six kind of I think the lowest we've gone is, like, a four. I think I did a four once. (laughs) So I'm comfortable. Good for me is sevens and eights. Mm Mm-hmm. And this wasn't bad. So a, seven, a six and a half for me, I feel like it's fine. It's above average, but it's not great at all. Yeah, Some of the characters pissed me off, but the episode overall didn't piss me off. It just didn't do anything for do you. Do anything, really. yeah. And, it was... and it's just that last little bit that grabs you. That's the... <laughs> Aha! If this was a drama series, yeah, that it felt like it was almost trying to be a drama, but still trying to be a comedy. But it wasn't falling into that dramedy category. Yes, it was just this is Letterkenny, but we're gonna try to throw in some stuff for you, and it just didn't really work for well, me. Well, if it was a drama, what we <laughs> mentioned, what we kind of talked through with the Marie Fred thing, would be exactly what. Oh happened. yeah, that would be a great cliffhanger. I mean, it's still a good cliffhanger. It I, is. I still want to know what happens next. It, the episode was just kind of weird to me. Yeah, it, it was. I'll strange. stick with my five and a half. Okay. Just it seems kind of harsh. I'll say six. All right, six. We'll do six. soft six. Soft six. <laughs> okay. Not like our boys' guns. It's a soft six. Do you have any what's the scoop? We didn't even. I didn't even ask you if you had any previously on. I didn't have any previously on. I looked up why they stopped making the Divergent films and kind of read about it, but it was basically what you and Kayla had said that they just weren't doing good enough to make it worth making another one. Yeah. Um, I do have a pre- uh, not a previously on a what's the scoop? Oh yay! Well, here's the scoop, and I'm going to tell you. Our boy, Dylan Playfair, won Best Male Performance at the Leo Awards. The Leo Awards. I saw. Okay, well, I saw that they had happened. I didn't look into who won what. I knew that Whistle did pretty well, but he, is that what he got it for? Yeah, he won Best Male Performance for Whistle, yeah. that's so awesome. And that is also a win for his fiance, Jen, because she she basically, I think she produced it, directed it. And starred in it? I'm, or I think she's in it, too. Have you seen some of the... I've not watched it. I don't know where it's even at to watch. But if you've sure seen either. little clips that he posts, I feel like I'm, I would be very excited to see him in it. He, he's, like, in a very dramatic role. Yeah. It's very emotional. I'm and... pretty sure he's playing her dad in Aww. it. It's, if I understand correctly, it is... Um, it's very autobiographical, but maybe not necessarily exactly true story you know what i mean ba- loosely based loosely. off of truth yeah yeah <laughs> inspired by inspired real events, by true events. <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh yeah so uh that is awesome and i love that they are one of my favorite celebrity couples they seem to always be 
into something and hopping each other up and building each other up and they're doing big things so yeah that's exciting yes yes and i don't have anything else uh that is that was all i have and again i don't it's one page the front and back of a page and a lot of that was like i guess i need to make some notes i need to be able to say (laughs) something and that if this had been cut out i don't think i would have missed it you know yeah i could have tacked that random ending onto any of the episodes to anything and be like oh what's going on yeah because our boys don't even play for the eagles anymore right they're doing they don't but i think they kind of act like they could go back uh, okay and but know. to take away some i don't know it just yeah all right they always yeah. get beat up but we won't get out we'll get off <sighs> we can we can dive into this next time at, into recap because we are almost officially done with season nine I know. Wow. Yeah, recap next week. We are scooting close. Yeah, we're almost there, man. I don't even know what to do. Or It's just, it's getting it's getting real, y'all. Mm-hmm. So I guess we will see you next time for season nine recap, and then we're jumping into season 10. Wow. Final one that's out right now. Yeah, no, yeah. So we'll see you then. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again for listening to Not My Forte, a super soft podcast. Information is pulled for this episode from letterkenny.fandom.com, as well as Megan and Amber's notes. Music for these episodes is provided by Mark Wallach, and that song is called Rattle and Shake. If you have any questions about this episode, or any comments or insights on this episode or future episodes, feel free to email us at casualjosh0 at gmail.com. That's casualjosh, the number zero, at gmail.com. And remember to put not my forte in the subject line.